Ready? Cool. Hi, my name is Amanda Salvatore. And my name is Jackie Rayo Bell. And, and welcome to... Oh, I'm going to start again. Sorry. Because <laughs> I'm bad at this. No, you're great. You're okay. awesome. Hi, I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Rayo Bell. And welcome, welcome to, to the, the Guilty, Guilty Pleasure, Pleasure Podcast. Podcast. The podcast where we celebrate and elaborate on our odd interests. Today's guest was Nathaniel Boggess. We talked about Will Carroll Smith Jr. and a bunch of other stuff from the 80s and 90s. If you'd like to tell us your own guilty pleasure, you can email us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned after a, a couple words from our sponsors, which is the Nerdist School Network, and then the show will begin. Yeah! Hooray! The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Hi, Frank. Hi, Amanda. What are you doing? Just making this promo for our podcast. You mean the Novice and Frank present a comic book podcast? Exactly. Wait, what's it about? So glad you asked. It's where a comic book novice and a comic book expert discuss comics and media with special guests. A novice and an expert? Which one am I? Uh, you're the expert, Frank. I knew that. Sure. Check out new episodes every Wednesday on the Nerdist School Network and subscribe on Podbean and iTunes. And tell us what we should read next at thenoviceandfrank at gmail.com. See? You are an expert. I don't have to put it in my mouth. No, you don't have to put it in your mouth. Great. Unless you want what to. What are you doing? I'm taking a picture. I'm for social that's media. Not my angle. Because that's, that's my. Not... It doesn't matter. No one cares about your angle. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to start recording, and then you'll do the uh, you'll do the brief like, "Hi, my name is Ben." I'll do that, just like how we've been introducing the cool, whole thing. cool. I'll remember it. it. You got it. You got it. Okay, we're ready to record whenever you are ready, Veronica. Well, I already started, so we have a little bit of time to talk. Perfect. Oh. All right. ASMR stuff. Stop it. Welcome to Guilty. Okay. So I should just go. Yeah. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast. I am Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Rayall Bell. And today's guest <laughs> is our dear friend, Nathaniel, Nathaniel Boggess. Hi. Hi, Nathaniel. How you doing, darling? Oh my God, so good. So, Nathaniel, what is your guilty pleasure? Uh, we're just going to get right to it. We're just going to get oh, right man. to it. No oh, man. No, there's no warming up. Is there a song? I kept waiting for a song. Do you want us to sing you a song? No, we, I thought there I could, would be a song. Mm -mm. I can do a song. Mm -hmm. It goes, guilty pleasure, your pleasure's the guilty. Jetsons? Yeah. You're doing that's actually <laughs> what it is. I copy, you know, I copy. Because I can recommend some songs. Uh, my guilty pleasure, my guilty pleasure is Will Smith. Will Smith, Will, the actor. Just, just good old Will. I love Will Smith too. I'll have to say he's amazing. Wait, does he have a middle name? It's Carol. With Shut two R's and two L's, and he's a junior. Double up. Shut the Double fuck up. Double up. He doubled up. He doubled can up. Can somebody? Can does anybody ever talk to you during this, Veronica? Can you look up if Will Smith has a middle name? It's That'd Carol. Are you joking? I'm no. Will and he's Carol a junior. Smith, junior. Yeah, or maybe I'm reading it. I read it earlier <laughs> for my research. I take this very seriously. Oh so wow! I don't. Up. Obviously, I just yeah. love him. <gasps> Veronica. Is confirming it's Woo! Carol. How many L's are in Carol? Yeah, two R's, two L's. Two R's, two L's. Yes. That is um, that is amazing. I uh, I'm glad I came here if for no other reason than to learn that about Will Smith. So why do you define Will Smith as a guilty pleasure? Will Carol Smith Jr. I 
That's how we have to refer to him for the so, rest of the podcast. When I was young, Will Carroll Smith Jr. Um, <laughs> <sighs> well, I, I, I had a hard time actually thinking of a guilty pleasure because I try, I generally don't. I'm just not embarrassed about the things I like because I'm mm-hmm. like, well, there's got to be something good about it if I'm into it. And if nobody else sees that, then fine. Um, but he's it. Uh, it's not something that I that most people are like. Yeah, he's that's a thing that's completely reasonable to enjoy. And um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, I don't know. I just have been ever since I was a little kid. I've kind of been in love with him in a in a in a friend way. Like, and I've always just been like, that's a person who gives good hugs and <laughs> understands what it's like to feel sad and is happy in spite of that. Since I was like I love very that. little. How did you come to those conclusions about him as a person, as a young Nathaniel? I just, his parents don't understand. Like it really was. Parents don't understand, and then, it's true. And then Nightmare on My Street, those two songs were, were really informative. Wait, Night- he has a song called Nightmare on My Street? Yes, and it's a parody of Nightmare on Elm Street wherein there is a Freddy character in the song. Or, yeah, and he's like, I'm your DJ now, because he kills DJ Jazzy Jeff. It's oh, no. really intense. So much, it's really intense. And then one year, um, I had a band uh, called Jet Fighter, and we were going to do a Halloween show. Uh, and so our intro was Nightmare on My Street, uh, like when we came out. <laughs> to like, That's pretty awesome. Nobody cared or understood. Is that like off his first album? Yeah. When when did he do that? Yeah. So I've, I have a question about the Will Carroll Smith Jr. timeline, because... I just I know him from Will Smith, and then I know him from like Independence Day and all of those other fun movies that you, he did. You mm-hmm. totally missed. Are you talking about Fresh Prince? Uh, yes, okay. I, Fresh Prince was my first introduction to Will Smith. Oh. So does he have a whole life before this? Yeah, he oh, was a yeah. famous rapper. And I, one of the times I saw <laughs> Jackie doesn't know about Will Smith rapping. You know he does music, you know, right? right? I knew he did yeah, music, I but I thought understand. he did the music as a spinoff of the show. Like no, I thought they were like that's this. How wow. he starts? So that's wow. how he started off. We're it's we're older. This is no longer guilty pleasure. This is Will Smith intervention. Like I'm. <laughs> You need to learn these things. I would watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air with my two German grandparents, like every Friday, because it was on TGI, TGI, TGIF, right, or something like that. Are they still? I around? don't know if T- my grandmother is. She's the one you need to be interviewing about Will Smith. <laughs> she knows a lot more. My than Omi? any of us. I just want to know what <laughs> Omi her, is the best. What's too. Omi's impressions of of this television show? I, so I had a very me and my started a very weird ritual growing up because my grandparents lived on the second floor, and every Friday we would go up at. 6 p.m. and we would watch uh, Urkel. What was Urkel's show? Oh, Family Matters. Yes, Family Matters. Super good. So good. And then it was Fresh Prince. And then we would watch Jeopardy and then Wheel of Fortune. And then we'd go back downstairs to my parents. I feel like you and your Omi did like a compromise. Being like, <laughs> she, you were like, listen, we're going to watch this like cool show. And now we're going to watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Unless no, you love them. My grandparents loved both of those shows. They were both into those shows. They, they watched with me. Who wouldn't be into that? Like, who's not into that movie? Yeah, uh, they were were they all show, like, rather. yes, you did that, Urkel. That was you. <laughs> <laughs> we all saw it. Ha, ha, ha. Was that how they... <laughs> it was you. It was. I don't remember. I just remember that they would watch it with us. Like, just, actively watch it with us. They loved you. Uh, yeah, they did yeah, love they us. Did. We were the only grandchildren, so... Oh. We were never afforded that. We were just... Uh, if we, we were lucky if we got to sit and watch the TV with whatever they were watching. And it was often... With um, your grandparents? Yeah, like Empty Nest was frequent. Empty Nest... 
Oh my god. Golden Girls. Golden Girls, I was in love with that show. Golden Girls is I think I'm holds a, up. I think I'm a feminist primarily because of Golden Girls. And I'm not that's not a joke. I love that. Blankets for real. That's what we we need to get like more young men watching Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. And they'll be it's like, Matt's favorite show. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. They're we can all... bring you back for that, I feel like. I we can talk about Golden Girls. We could do a Golden Girls roundtable with the amount of men I know who love Golden Girls. I That's love amazing. that idea. Mm-hmm. What we're is it about it. that? Maybe know. it's because they were, like, I mean, I was a child. I wonder if there's adult men who watched it and felt the same way about it, like, who. There, there's got to be. There's, like, I feel like, especially in New York, isn't there a Golden Girls-themed bar? There's a lot of theme bars going on right now, mm-hmm. and if there isn't a Golden Girls themed bar, there should be. You should edit and it we should out do of it. this. Yeah, it's my idea. It. It's happening. <laughs> you know, it. it's all me. Okay, so when we do the Golden Girls roundtable, the one guest we have to have is my friend Rudena, who is Betty White's vet. What? Oh my god! Can I tell you guys a sad story about the, when I first moved to Los Angeles? It was hard. It's hard moving anywhere. I got here. I signed up for uh, uh, that casting corral thing where you go and you wait in line for two hours and then they take your picture and then you have to check in every day if you want to be a background an extra and you can, sure. oh. you can make like 125 dollars yeah. uh and they hardly ever call you but i had i do have a ton of tattoos and i was like i have tattoos and they're like take your shirt off and like, okay oh. so i took my shirt off they took the pictures i accepted a job where i just moved from so i was like oh it's a sucky job i had to be away for a week i get to this job and the lady is my boss is so so mean she was i was like i had i had opened uh, chips and I was eating these chips and they were just blue corn tortilla chips, the or- organic ones from Trader Joe's and so they're just salt and corn and she's like, um, those smell awful, could you? And I was like, I don't, okay, fine. So she leaves, I'm sitting there like trying not to cry and my phone about rings. About the corn chips? You about my whole life, okay. everything about it. <laughs> I was just, yeah. I didn't know, it because I would also be upset about the corn chips. I was really because upset. Because they're not that smelly. For, they're not cool ranch Doritos, lady. Thank you. All right. It's not like I'm. It's Mountain Dew flavored or Takis oh, or mm-hmm. some shit. They have so, Mountain Dew flavored. We can talk about that. We later. should edit that out because we're gonna do that too. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, I got a phone call from whatever the casting background place was, and they're like, "Are you available for next week?" And I was like, "Didn't really care." And I was like, "No." She's like, "Are you sure?" And I went, "Yeah." Why? And she goes. It's like a, it's a PSA, so it's not a lot of money, but it's a really cool person. And I was like, okay, who who is it? She's like, I'm not supposed to tell you. And I was like, well, I'm not gonna make it. So why don't you tell me what I'm missing out on? And she said, Betty White. <gasps> and you died. I, I honestly, I then was so upset. I got into the car that I had rented and was gonna go to the grocery store to get out more chips. And, <laughs> and I got into a wreck, totaled the car. True story. You wrecked the car. Were were okay? Quick question: Did you wreck the car because you couldn't see because your eyes were blurred with tears? <laughs> Because that's, I would have been crying. Like, it was, drive ugly cry, it you was, know? It was like mm-hmm. I was... Put on that music. It was, it was just like where I was trying not to do that. So I was like so concentrating on not, I'm like, you fucking can't do that. And then I turned left, and this person went around, the person who was waiting to turn left, and it was all my fault. Typical Fuck. L.A. Can we pivot now from your lowest moment in L.A. to the Will Smith video that you shared with us? <sighs> Oh this so so Nathaniel sends us this video and it's <laughs> clips. I watched I watched it today, and I was like, this I I did it after my run, and I was also felt very motivated. Mm-hmm. I felt mm-hmm. very motivated. You could do anything after you watch that I video. I felt like you know, no matter what, I can live my best life. So it's a video of all w- random Will Smith clips mm-hmm. of him talking about like happiness and how to achieve happiness, but also there's like random like uh text in between oh, yeah, each that's, that's like a, a little like 
you can follow your dreams. And then it's the next clip, and then it's like, you can be happy, or whatever it is, and then the next clip. But it's it's pretty motivational. Yeah, if I edited that, <clears throat> I would it would be like six minutes shorter. But it's 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 amazing. What is it? Can you describe it? Oh, okay. So uh, it's called "I Have a Great Time with My Life," uh, and that's one of the first things you hear. But you just hear Will Smith's philosophy on life and success and uh, love and being a good person and how he was taught to do all those things by his parents and and uh, and it's just at every clip is just so inspiring like i'm kind of choking up right now talking about <laughs> but then he just tells things like um like when he was a kid uh his dad was like told him and his brother that he had to move uh all these cinder blocks from one i think it was like one side of the yard to the other or had to build a wall or something like that yeah it was the it's is it build a the, wall he his dad tore down a wall like a oh, brick right. wall i don't know where this brick wall came from but he tore <laughs> that's well, a, northeast philadelphia right yeah, they yeah. were just there around yeah, just a wall. Yeah, tore it down and was like, you "Rebuild it," and they did. Well, but he and he was like, "We can't do that." And he was like, "You don't build a wall in one day." I'm paraphrasing Will Smith here. He's like, "You put, you take a brick and you put that brick in as best as you can, the best possible brick placing it you can do, and then eventually you have a wall." And it's mm -hmm. like. Oh, and he said his, he did it after a year, like a year and a half or something. And his dad said, see, don't tell me you can't do anything. You just build a friggin' wall. And he's like, oh. And then like, I think the next day he was a famous rapper. The mm. very next day. It was like. <laughs> the so very next day he was like, you know what I'm going to do with my life? <laughs> Rap about my parents not understanding <laughs> me after they've taught me something really valuable. Weirdly, the wall makes no appearance in that song. Oddly. Yeah. That's strange. So but this is the secret to success then. Just building a wall that your dad <laughs> That's yeah, having well. weird parents and walls around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that you can take down and people are totally cool with it. It is Philadelphia. My I dad like made me it's fine. Like people are like, good, they took oh, they're rebuilding. My, <laughs> my dad made me uh grout the kitchen tiles. Oh, that sounds terrible. I mm -hmm. loved doing that stuff. Yeah. My, I loved doing that. I hated doing anything. Really? I, 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 it was my job to mow the lawn every Friday. Every Friday after dinner, we would mow the lawn. And every Friday, I would like <laughs> slink off to my room after we ate and I would try to fall asleep or something so that if my dad Aww. would come in one time, I mean, I would just like, oh, like, and then I'd be so, so full. One time, my dad came in and he's like, I'm sure you must have been exhausted every week doing this. And he was like, we have to mow the lawn. And I was like, can I just let my food settle? <laughs> How much? Nice. How many acres did you guys have? One, but it was big. it was enough. That's a football <laughs> field, right? That's that's the I amount so. of a football field. That's a lot of grass. It was mostly hill, um, and it, I hated everything about it. If you had watched that Will Smith video as a young gentleman before you mowed the lawn, you were like, "I'm gonna cut that piece of grass the best way <clears> I can <throat> cut that piece of grass, and I, then that lawn will be mowed." I don't think so. No, I think I was just not, that's not where. That's my not where your tiny head was. Brain was. <laughs> did you have a did you have a little like scooter mower or No, my dad did. My dad which was like for some reason I I what is it about being a kid where you just whatever it is you're I I just hated so much that he was just putting around on this fucking like <laughs> thing and I was like fuck you man like and I'm pushing this thing up this big hill and I have to push it down and like I hate every second of this. I just want to play Sonic the Hedgehog and read Electronic Gaming Monthly. I was a big I was a big uh so funny. What is it? Video game person? Video game nerd? Time. I don't know. Yeah. And listen to Guns N' Roses. And oh. that's, that was my whole life right there. I love that. Uh, we had cleaning day on Fridays. 
we had all me, my dad, my sister. Yeah, had to clean the house on Fridays what? after school, and it was like Fridays is the night that where seems you weird. go. I don't understand why you do it on a Friday. On Friday, I we do we do all cleaning and well and most households things on a on a on a Sunday. Like after what? church. That is the day yeah. of rest. That is the day of rest. Mm, I don't know. My dad was, because we had to start doing that when my mom had to go back to work and she worked the nights in a hotel in Manhattan. So mm. my dad wanted, I think he wanted the, ho- the house clean for her when she would get home. Oh, that's, that's really, really nice. sweet. Yeah, he would drive and pick her up every night at like tw- midnight. Like Are they still every together? Night. Yeah. Oh, he loves they've her. They've been married for, t- I'm 27, so they've been married for 28 years. Aww. That's adorable. That's mm-hmm. really cute. That's yeah, cute. We had to get up on Saturday, and before we were allowed to, <clears throat> before we were allowed to do anything else, we had to clean our rooms, clean the shit out of our rooms. Like my dad was in the Marines, and he wasn't like he didn't like measure the bed. I was gonna say, did he like did he put the coin on? No, the bed? but it was just I don't know. And also from a really young age, I uh, uh, shit was crazy at my house, so I would very I was very particular about my room. Like I would arrange the animals on like my stuffed things on the bed, and the books would always be like in a very particular. Mm-hmm. You need it's order st- it's sometimes. Like yeah, yeah. All your stuffed animals are on your bed now. Sometimes they're in, now. Yeah, now that I create scenes from my favorite movies. I do that. <laughs> Sorry, you just you just like triggered a, a memory for me by saying stuffed animals. I used to call my stuffed animals my stuffy friends. Your oh, stuffy that's friends. Cute. That's yeah. so cute. I love that. I I'm a I um am a sitter. And there's one family that um, I have to clean up the toys after the kids go to bed. And as a 31-year-old woman, (laughs) I'm I'm placing these toys in very (coughs) peculiar ways for, like, my own enjoyment. Like, the kids don't freaking get it. But I'll have, like, (laughs) I'll have, like, Mickey have his arm around, like, two ladies, like, two lady (laughs) dolls. And they're, like, reading a book about dinosaurs. And they have a Hillary... Clinton uh, figurine, which is so sad because she's like, where's this Hillary? I'm like, I know. But they also have like a little orange, like squeaky orange monkey. So usually I pair them together. I like the debating. Like Mm -hmm. it's the last debate. It's the last debate. And Mm -hmm. I just put them together and stuff like that. So I still do that now. You think people are going to watch that last debate and be like, wow, these are the good times. This is right before the This is before the end. I saw a meme on the internet that said the last time America was in a good place was was the summer that Pokemon Go came out. That's pretty good. That's actually, that's that's pretty accurate. But let's talk more about when America was really good. (laughs) Yeah. The 90s. (laughs) When Will was, was a rapper. So I need to find out, like, so he was a rapper. So he didn't go to high school or anything like that. Like, he he didn't want to, oh, no, he did go to high school. He didn't want to go to college. He wanted to be a rapper. And uh, he and DJ Jazzy Jeff, who um, was on Fresh Prince? Yes, yes he was of... the wacky friend that came in every once in a while. Mm-hmm, yes, exactly. Um, they started, I guess, rapping in Philadelphia and have radio friendly singles. They won a Grammy. Think I know for that album um, in 1988. I think they won a Grammy. Mm. I think he's won about four. I think. Uh, off the getting top of jiggy my head. with it is one. Getting jiggy with it. Oh my gosh! From I haven't thought of that in so long. That's, I don't care. Okay, that. I will say it's a guilty pleasure because I'm not Getting super jiggy excited to announce na, na, everybody, na, na, but I na, fucking na. love that song. What about Miami? Uh, how's that one go? It's like, ben, welcome ben, to okay. Miami. <laughs> not so much. Summertime, <laughs> classic jam. You know summertime? That's a classic, no. yes. So, oh, come on. No, so his, his rap, he won his Grammy before I was born. So. Oh, God. <laughs> say, say more stuff like that. Yeah. I'm, just all the time. We feel so good right now. 
I feel I have like two more years where I can do this and then I'm going to be on your side. You know what else happened before you were born? What? Uh, The Challenger exploded. um, (laughs) The end of Russia. The Berlin Wall collapsed before I was born. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. But it was right before. I actually have, because half of my family's in Germany, I have a teddy bear that says, that I got when I was born that says made in West Germany. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Is that what, that's a stuffed animal. I was born in December 26, 1989. (laughs) I know. I know. I remember that Christmas. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I do remember too. what I, I got. That Christmas. I was so bummed that Christmas. It was like the worst Christmas I ever had. I don't want to tell you why because it would make this a sad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it might explain why I love Will Smith. Um, we should talk more about. I would love to talk. So, <clears throat> in your opinion, Will Smith is is a jack of all trades, if you will. Obviously, he, a rapper, performer, comedian, comedian. <laughs> Comedian. He's not a lady comedian. Well, like a host. He's like a He's hosty a hosty comedian. Kinda, yeah. yeah. But like he does like funny movies. He does serious movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Will Smith? Which version of Will Smith? Yeah. It's What's the, the video thing? that I sent you. It's the inspirational. <laughs> the inspirational video. Because I was always like, dang, Will Smith is rad. And then I saw that video. <laughs> and it's sort of like. <laughs> I'm sorry. That just tickled me. Dang. Just, I'm sorry. Will Smith. Dang. Will Smith is rad. He does all the <laughs> stuff I want to do. You know, he makes music, he makes movies, he makes TV. He's he's full of love and light, and it's just beautiful. Um, uh, I don't know what the question is. No. But your favorite, favorite, so your favorite oh, Will is like your the favorite inspiration. iteration of Will. Well, William well, okay, Carroll. I think it all came to a real like Bad Boys Two is when it all became. That's when it clicked for the you. Realness, not, not Bad Boys One. Bad Boys 1 is a solid album. I haven't seen that one in, in a very Tia long Leone, time. Tia dang. I mean, oh, and the yeah. comedy is good. It's a lot of explosions. It's Michael Bay's first movie. I highly recommend it if you like car chases. I do. So it's very similar to Bad Boys 2, which, which I am also familiar very with. good. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's great. It's like, uh, you can tell... I think, I personally think Bad Boys 2 is when everybody went, oh, this fucking guy with Michael Bay, because it's, it's so over the top. Oh my God, like the opening scene with like the clan thing. I was just like, whoa! whoa. I remember seeing that. I actually, I, I we were talking about like, we were going to be talking about this movie, and I was like, I don't think I've seen it. And then as soon as that scene happened, I was like, I have seen this. <laughs> and I remember every moment of it. It's I saw a it great, in the theater. I saw it in the theater four it's... times. Did you really? Four times. That's I paid amazing. more than yeah, $10 four times to see that movie. It's worth it. I thought so, especially at the time. Um, <clears throat> and then I, uh, oh, one of my favorite times I saw it was this guy, James, and I, I had a, a, a blue Lincoln, 74 Lincoln, like the no one else at home knows this, but the kind you saw outside my house the other day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were driving around at like noon on a Sunday, and we—I wouldn't say we were wasted, but you know, we'd had a few drinks, and um, and we were just trying to find someone to go to the movies with us. Was this in West Virginia or in Portland? This is in Portland. <clears throat> and so we pulled up. Uh, whenever we'd stop at a stoplight, we'd just casually ask someone. <laughs> whoever was there. Whoever happened to be around. It's like it. we'll buy. These are. This is a great film. Everyone needs to see it. And we didn't have any takers. Uh, and then <clears throat> we pulled up next. No to strangers this, wanted to come to the movies with to you to get into this giant weirdos car. Uh, we did I pull up outside imagine. the triple nickel, and there were two young ladies there drinking. And we we're like, all right, they're on the same. They get what it is we're trying to achieve here. And we're like, do you want to go see Bad Boys too? And they were like, okay. <laughs> and I went, oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> And they went, well, not now. No, not when we don't want to anymore, <laughs> which is really funny. So we had a couple of drinks with them, and then we went and saw it for the fourth time. That was the last time I saw it in the theater. It was amazing. 
That is amazing. It's an interesting movie. It has, it, it's a lot. It's like visually like a lot. It's like, it's, it's a lot of explosions. There's a lot of, um, a lot of different uh, people that they're interacting with, I feel like, who are there, who's being chased. There's like a dreadlock gang. And, and they kind of yeah. like. Yeah, the Haitian, the the Haitian, Haitian gang. gang. And they Blondie kinda, dread. What yeah. I found interesting about it compared to like other cop heisty movies is instead of like getting directive to like follow this one specific mission, they kind of just do it. They're kind of just oh. like, yeah. They they like they follow their own instinct. They are going to accomplish it no matter what. I think that's a trope in, in cop movies where they're like, "Yo, you this guy's too dangerous. You can't do it." And they're like, "We're gonna get him anyway." Yeah, and that's mm, that's but, true. But My they, sister, they, yeah, she's in that. Not like <laughs> that's actually a plot point in that movie. Sure, 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 oh, sure. Yeah. The sister, I know, the I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Amanda's just weird. Amanda Whatever. saw a totally different movie. I you did. Guys. But that movie's amazing, and uh, it's so funny. It stands on its own. I did not see Bad Boys 1, and I just saw Bad Boys 2. You don't need to. You understand their relationship? Mm -hmm. Pretty instantly. Yeah, and you understand why um, Martin Lawrence's character would be at the point that he... Should I... Spoiler alert, guys. This movie came out in 2003, I think, or two. Yeah, so get with it. It's time. So you understand why he would want to move on from that relationship, and you sympathize with him, but also you understand Will rich playboy guy who's just, there's so many scenes that I just want to talk about right now like you the can. scene when he's when uh when the kid comes to take his daughter out Martin Lawrence is, has a kid yes. and she's like 12 and she's going to go on her first date with his kid Reggie Reggie <gasps> and oh, and, yeah. and, Poor and, Reggie. and Martin uh, Martin Lawrence answers the door and is like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, I'm Reggie. And it's just, the, it's maybe the best exchange in any movie I've ever seen. Well, it's him it, and Will Smith. And just it's like actually riffing. Just riffing. And and he, uh, Martin Lawrence has like this huge gun like on the, <laughs> yeah. like slung over his shoulder. And then they just like start like good cop, bad cop. And you can kind of see their dynamic on how they yeah. probably mm-hmm. interrogate people all the time. Oh, wow. And yeah. it was the opportunity of like Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence were having a tiff and then that was the thing that kind of brought them back together and yeah. like continues the movie. But that kid, that actor, I don't feel like he was an actor. They were just like, hey, hey kid, kid, come here. Stand here. Just answer the questions you're asked. And he's yeah. like, holy shit, it's Will Carroll Smith Jr. <laughs> <laughs> this he episode was. needs to be called Will Carroll Smith Jr. I, I am titling yeah. it oh as such. That's, don't that's worry. what it should be. But when he's like doing the ludicrous, like move again, he's like pointing the gun at the kid. I fucking... Uh, that's what made me go back and see that movie three times, more times after I saw the movie. That's great. I know why I didn't see that movie in 2003. Because I was busy seeing Lord of the Rings in theaters about four times. Because we had you different s- experiences oh. that year. <laughs> <laughs> we had very different experiences that year. I was 13. Oh, I was well, 23. So <laughs> I don't, I'm not doing the math. Uh, <laughs> I don't, don't want to do it. I was 23 and uh, homeless for part of the year. Thank God for that car. <laughs> It's a big That's car. Why you That's had a the big car. car. It was really great. Uh, my other favorite scene. Fuck, I, I want to. What was it? It was the when he's talking to the kid. I don't know. It's also good, you guys. I it love is. the scene. The scene that I was like, oh, I remember this is when it's there's just the wall and they're dealing with um, the Haitian gang. Mm-hmm. And they're oh just, yeah, they're just who like, died in my house? He's like, I'm the devil. He's like, you gotta call him the devil, man, in his house. Martin Lawrence is just so Dude, exasperated. Actually, that was really. I remember watching that and I was like, that shot really well. Like it's it, a yes. really like exciting scene. Yeah. Like just the way they did the camera angles and stuff. I was yeah. like, this is fucking really cool. Yeah. Yeah, like car chases are and cool I was expecting and it to be kind of like cheesy. I don't know, but like it was like it kind of blew me away. I wasn't yeah. expecting 
that kind of it's cinematography. It's like this dilapidated house, and Martin Lawrence is like in the bathtub, like howling. He's, he's behind the toilet, toilet, just barely hiding. Why wouldn't they clean up that house if that's like the gang hangout? Have gang- you ever had a gang? I've never Have had a gang. Have you been, in a gang but you been to a gang house? I've never been to a gang house. They look like that. But yeah, I mean, have you been to a gang house? I've been to gang? a drug dealer's house. Was it just that? Was it a dilapidated old house? Um, the thing that I remember the most is uh, that when you walked down into the basement, the stairs were not up to code. I knew that, and um, a lot of uh, there was a lot of detritus, like blankets and uh, clothes and spider webs and no light. And then you get to a room, and in the middle of that room is like some kind of place where somebody sleeps, and there's a naked light bulb, and you're just like. This is sad. Let's just get out of here as soon as possible. Maybe that's why they do it because they don't want customers like hanging around. But also too, like I feel like if you gotta bust a move, like bust, like if if you gotta leave real quick, then you don't care. Then you don't care, and like also, that's the last. Not well, not now. Do you ever think that maybe place to look for somebody? Do you think that maybe that's like the place where drug dealers go to do their deals, and they actually have a much nicer house? Oh my god, that'd be so. Because they I'm make hoping. money, like they make money before they get caught. Like they make enough money to not live in squalor. Some of them, I think the the people that I saw, like when you get down to the very last on that chain, that I don't, I think we're overthinking it. The bottom of that, the food chain, I think of when the drug deal. Yeah, when you're at the last, uh, when you're the last supply, when you're right. like the face to face person, when you're the point of sale to the customer and not any kind of distribution uh, point, then I think that they're just as interested in getting and doing as much drugs or or sex or whatever it is they do as possible and and, and everything else is secondary. Do you think that like really successful drug like lords apply tactics that like legit businesses use in their sales strategy? 100%. They use like a CRM software. One of my favorite 50 cent stories and I'm going to get it wrong. Wait, favorite 50 cent? Like you have multiple favorite 50 cent stories? Yes. uh, Number two favorite 50 cent story is he's being interviewed about Ja Rule and, and they're like, what is your why is there this beef? And he goes, I just really don't like him. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking the most honest you will ever see anybody be about another person. He's like, I just really don't like that guy. And you're like, I get it. I get it. I feel you on that. Yeah, Sometimes Uh, you just don't click, you know? (laughs) But there's a 50 cent story where he's talking about when he sold crack and I'm going to get it wrong, the exact specifics, but he said something like you would, um, you would jack, your competition, take their supply, and then when somebody bought your stuff, you would give them the other person's stuff with it for free because it's shit. And that's how you let them know, this is junk, I'm just giving it to you. If you buy it, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, oh. like to like smear the other... Yes, the at other, least that's how I remember it. That's like, I read that like name. 10 years ago when you were probably uh, graduating high school. Uh, 2007, <laughs> 2007. Okay, nice. that's cool. exactly when I read Great. it. <laughs> It was prom. Oh, God. Lost my virginity that year, too. Hey, girl. Big year. Big year. It was a big year for 50 Cent. Big Big year for Jackie. Nathaniel got a job that year. It was awesome. I was a a junior in college. God, you guys. I had a job, too. I started working when I was 16 or 15. Oh, God. I don't know if I had a job. I don't really remember. (laughs) I will, to be honest. Oh, I did want to say, back to that shoot 'em up scene, that I think if you want to watch, if you want to learn how to make great fight scenes you watch like depending on the kind of fight scene you want to have you watch like the born identity movies or jackie chan or the raid mm-hmm. if you want to if you want to know what a great car chase is it's bad boys too 
it's it's there's several the one where they're chasing the sister through what's her name in the movie i don't remember that's I'm, not cool he only he only he's all he ever says this is my baby sister yeah that's like, so really baby all sister. he says do they yeah. use her name they have to they there's a name i just watched it and i don't remember it. like i can't i we yeah. could look it up. It's okay. That's okay. fine. Are, are we doing a we'll disservice? Her, are we no, being bad feminists? Well, <laughs> no, I, I, we are not bad feminists. The writers are bad feminists for not giving her a clear name. There you yeah. go. Yeah, it should be Will Carol with two <laughs> R's and two L's. <laughs> there, that's what it is. So Carol's in the first car. Yes. And then there, th- that chase scene was stressful. I think because you're like, that's his baby sister. No. And Will's in love with her. Oh and my Will's God. in love with her, but they don't know it yet. Ah. Um, that the okay, that's a that's a car chase scene where you're like, this is fun, this is exciting. There's new car chase things happening I've never seen. Will Smith's uh, his like inflection and his his like uh, his spontaneous reaction to these things, like when he's like woo and like they barely miss it. It's so funny and so awesome. And then and then there's a boat. On there the is highway, a boat on and you're the just highway. like, how? Of course, that's what it would look like if a boat was on a chain from a semi on a highway, and two amazing cops were hilariously running after it. It was there's a, a lot pressure. of destruction. It, there's it's a lot so of destruction through that boat. Whole thing. I was like, boat game over, best car chase ever. Done. If you put a boat in a car chase, you win. Who That's else is it? You can't. Nobody's nobody else. Can't. Everybody Nobody's came up and was like, that. I didn't know boats were an option. Oh, they are now. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anybody who's done a car chase since and doesn't have a boat, we're like, oh, well, this isn't really a car chase. Yeah. Right? Oh, other good things about that movie the soundtrack. Soundtrack is good. Lots of Soundtrack Nelly. is super fun. Lots of Nelly. Lots of Nelly. I loved Nelly. I did too. Well, yeah. Nelly was freaking awesome. Nelly oh. was like, I could dance. Country to Grammar. That. <laughs> Whatever that so next good. one was called. Uh, That's the one where I found him. Uh, the one where he, they're all dancing in the trucks in the music video. <laughs> um, I don't recall that. Wait, what's the second album called, though? Um, uh, the one after Country Grammar. It's. I feel like Life Before Google is what it's like to be on a podcast and trying <laughs> to remember things but not wanting to be rude to look at your I phone. Mean, I can tell you for sure that's what it's like <laughs> because I was there. I remembered the day uh, I first heard about YouTube. I, I like, came out in like 2006 or 2005, like, right? Yeah, I was like, well, that's dumb. I wish I had freaking started making YouTube videos when I was 15. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. really. then I'd be a millionaire. Yeah, that like was not a thing or like even an option really. Well, I mean, the genius of the people who did that was that they recognized its potential c- potential to be a, a medium in that way. Have you, all have I thought it was going to be was America's Funniest Home Videos, but all the time. Yeah, that's yeah. If you told me what YouTube, like if you tried to sell me on YouTube and I had no concept of what it was, that's yeah. You'd be like, "Oh, Charlie bit my finger." But I'm all right. I and this maybe I should have told you guys before I got here. But America's Funniest Home Videos is my favorite television show of all time. Can I tell you? A, can I tell you a story about it? It's so the best show it was at the Bob Saget one. And it doesn't even matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, because it's the I show. The show it. does it. AVF is my dad's favorite fucking show. We'd have a lot to talk about. And <laughs> when I was eighteen, still living at home because I lived in New York City and rent was really expensive. I like was really into South Park at the time, and I came home. And my dad, my dad is a, an avid motorcycle enthusiast. He like does cross country, uh, whatever. And I go home to the living room, and I go to my dad. And I'm like, Dad, can I watch the new episode of South Park? And he's just like, Ugh, If you think it's gonna be funnier than America's Funniest Home Videos, I like that. That's his standard of comedy. Uh, well, I want to just say that your dad was never more right than in that moment. <laughs> and then I was like, I think it will be. And then I put it on, and it was an episode where they made fun of motorcyclists. And my dad, <laughs> 
was crying, <laughs> laughing behind me. Oh, good. And then he showed it to all of his friends. That's good. Funny. Your dad sounds like he understands what humor is. It's like not taking yourself too seriously is a huge part of comedy. My dad likes to like take things that I say that are funny and then retell them as if they were his things that he said were funny. So that's also just stand-up comedy. <laughs> it's the best form of flattery. I know. Yeah. yeah. There was at my grand <laughs> at my grandmother's funeral. Um <laughs> This is gonna I be, like everyone. This is gonna be funny. We were at my grandmother's funeral, and we were going to the, the the cemetery to bury her. And in my car was my mom, my dad, my sister, my uncle, and my ex aunt. We were all in one car, and in the other car were all these like five fucking priests because my grandma was super Catholic and she was very avid in the community. So like mm-hmm. five priests wanted to get in with burying her, and with the <laughs> priests. Do they like fight for it? I, I just know. want to write a sketch of like priests being like, no. I want to bury her. Well, <laughs> Father do... John, I, I believe that I knew her better than you. Da, 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 da. He's like jockeying around. That's so funny. Please and edit that part out, please. That was terrible. That's no, a great, that's going, that's going with the Golden Girls yeah. bar. And what was the other one that we had? Uh, Mountain Dew flavored. Mountain Dew flavored chips. Done. So in the car of priests, on this 10 minute car ride was my sister's boyfriend. <laughs> Because he couldn't fit in our car. And at the time, my sister's boyfriend had a really shitty internship in New York where he was trying to... It's one of those fucking Ponzi scheme internships where, like, he's trying to sell life insurance, oh, uh, like, for a commission. And it's like, you can make up to $6,000 a summer or whatever. So we're just driving in the car. It's, like, really, really, like, sad. We all love my grandma. And my dad just goes, I wonder what Mike's talking about with those priests. And I just go, he's probably trying to sell them life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad... Dies laughing. When we get into the fucking cemetery, he pops out of the car and just jogs to Mike and then just goes, were you trying to sell the life insurance? (laughs) Your dad sounds awesome. Was Mike like, yes, I did. He laughed and he was like, ah, no. He's like, can I borrow a pen? I got this guy so close. (laughs) Always be closing, Mike. Always be closing. Coffee is for closers. You should write that sketch. It's one of my it's favorite really stories. Good. God, that's one of my favorite movies too. Glengarry Gary Lamar. I love that movie. Oh my God, I, I love, love that. that yeah. I had to watch that in preparation for a, a play with my cast. We were doing um, half of it was Pinter and half of it was Mamet. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those moments where I was like, what is this? And this is this is amazing. This is what I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. I love. Me yeah. too. Absolutely. I'm, I was in Portland, <clears throat> excuse me, and I... Uh, I had put on a play version of the movie Footloose. Did you really? Yeah. That's also a, that's is that called? You Kevin is that Bacon? the music? Wait, is that the musical Footloose? Did you just put on the musical Footloose? Because no, that's it also... was it was just a play. We did we didn't okay. sing songs, and it was really a punk rock version. I just moved there. I didn't really have that many friends. I I was looking for a creative outlet, and because I was trying to start a band, and that was not going well. And then I I was dancing in a basement with my friend Brian, and he was like this would be a funny thing to do. And I was like, well, I'll see you tomorrow because we're going to get it. started. And when I showed up the next day, he was like, what did I, what? And so <laughs> so I looked for weeks. I'm going to tell this very long the story um, for the screenplay. But it was before Amazon. I don't, Google maybe was around, but it was like, you, I couldn't find it. And mm-hmm. I worked at Borders. I tried so hard. <gasps> borders. Love Borders. Oh, God. Pour a little out for Borders, guys. Oh, so God. I decided the best thing to do was to buy a copy of it and then just go to Brian's house every couple of days for two months. And he would write down the action and I would write down the dialogue. And eventually we wrote the whole movie down. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then my roommate... Because I couldn't really type. She volunteered to type it up, uh, which she did. And then Brian did. On a typewriter. Um, I think so, actually, yeah. Really? I think so. Oh, um, I was just trying to make a joke. 
Uh, well, we were very poor. There you go. <laughs> and she had a three-year-old. Guys, if you are 20-something and you somebody says it's not a big deal to move in with somebody who has a three-year-old kid, just know that that person is lying to you. Did you live, did she, did you left, lived with someone in your 20s who had a three-year-old? Yeah. Uh, and wow. I, I moved in first, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. It's you like, moved in before the three-year-old? Well, yeah, she had uh, still a few <laughs> days at her other place. And then and then uh, the first day I was there, I went in the, or they were there, I went in the kitchen. I was like eating cereal because I had to go to breakfast. And I was like... Oh, somebody spilled water all over the place. And then two seconds later, uh, Amber came in and was like, oh, Olivia just told me she peed in here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've walked like, in so much pee. Yeah. I've walked in so much <clears throat> pee. So Brian knew all these people, and he gathered a cast and crew, basically. And then I called this one place, and I was like, can we put a, this on? And the guy was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> so then we put it all together. I did get a cover band together so that we could play all of my favorite songs from that time, and I would be the singer because yeah. And then, um, so then we put this play on, and I don't think we, any of us realized how uh, excited everyone would be because it was it was we should have done it for like a run or taken it to Seattle or something because because it, there was there was m- as many people as got in were turned away, and it was like a three hundred seat place, and it was, it was crazy. crazy. It was crazy, and then. Um, it was one of the most exciting times I've ever performed a music because like we had set up this, it was so ghetto, it was so punk rock. Like we set up this big black curtain um, and we made it so that all we had to do is clip these wires and it would fall down and the, the band was backlined behind it. So, oh, cool. So you had this whole play go on and then at the very end, he's like, you know the part where Kevin Bacon's like, well, I thought this was a party. Ugh. And we're trying to, we can't get the fucking wires and he's just trying to be like, Ugh, and he's going like, come on, you know. Duh. And then like finally somebody's like, okay, it's good. And then the, the guitar player starts doing the thing from the from Footloose. Mm-hmm. Curtain falls. People are sitting. They have no idea this is coming. There, everybody's like, "Oh my god!" That's Jumps awesome. up and runs up front. And people are dancing. It's one of the best nights of my life. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. So having done that, I was like, "Well, what other versions of this we can do?" And I was like, "Glen Gary, Glen Ross, Glen Gary, Glen Ross." And I was like, "But you know what?" This is a super sexist movie. What if we did Glengarry Glen Ross with all ladies? And this is in like 2003, four, three. And uh, I big think, year for you. Um, he, well, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so I gathered a couple, but no one was really excited about it. Like they were Footloose for pretty obvious reasons. But well, I, Footloose has like built-in music and all this. And Glengarry Glen Ross just has copies for closers. <laughs> Which Alec Baldwin is still. Making that joke today. I mean, like he won all a the t- for the rest Oscar of his life. He, yeah, I mean, he's fabulous. But they even like he, they have that new Baby Boss movie. That oh he's, yeah, and there's definitely coffee is for closers. Uh, this is bottles joke. are for closers or something probably. Bottles are yeah probably probably Ugh. something. Did you like see? That. Did Ugh. you see his um, monologue on the latest uh, Saturday Night Live he hosted? No, it no. was amazing because that amazing. young that young guy Pete Davidson. Oh, you, you saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pete Davidson. I fucking love that guy the first time he performed on Saturday Night Live he did this joke about giving a blowjob to his dad or something and it was so fucking funny that's weird anyway uh his dad died 9-11 his dad was a firefighter oh really yeah oh it's yes I yes okay anyway Pete Davidson comes out and he's like you used to look like what and because they did pictures of of, uh he's younger than me he is. He's a young. He's a young. That's young crazy. Fellow. But they did, yeah, before after photos of Alec Baldwin. It was really, really funny. 
Yeah. Oh, um, Alec Baldwin yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Alec Baldwin comes. Him and Jeff ankle. Bridges are I'm like oh, Jeff Bridges any Jeff. day. I don't any care. day. I don't care. He can be on his deathbed. Yeah, he can be on his deathbed. I don't give a shit. You're the only other person. This is how I knew like Jackie and I were actually the same person because no one else has ever said that, and I thought it was weird. And then oh, it's weird. No, it's real fucking weird. But I found the other person. And you have the sleeping tapes, right? Sleeping tapes. So he did this thing. Okay, so this is super off topic. Is this your this is your guilty pleasure? I have so many. I don't consider it a guilty pleasure because I willingly admit it. Mm -hmm. I'm sexy ass man. Oh my god. Oh my god. Even Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Oh my god. That's like one of my favorites. Freaking me out right now. I know, I know, it's all right. But he did, so one year on the Super Bowl uh, for Squarespace, they had this promotion where it's just like Jeff Bridges walking through the forest. But I was like, oh, it's Jeff Bridges. I want to check this out. Yeah, and he made um, a CD that you could download through Squarespace Mm -hmm. that was literally just sleeping tapes. Like, it's him lulling you to sleep with the sound of his voice. It's ASMR. Yeah. What? And weird, you are. So weird. It's a fetish. You're sexualized. You've sexualized it. No, you just I proved didn't. my point. No, I didn't. I would fuck him on his deathbed, but this is just him talking. It's fine. It's just him talking about cool shit. He was so handsome, though. He do you have you seen pictures of him? Young yes. Jeff Bridges was just like oh. the tops. He doesn't do it for me. It's I'm, Will Smith. You know what? All it's Will Smith. Will Smith every day. Will Carroll Smith Jr. is a very sexy man. Handsome. He is a very, very such a sexy handsome gentleman. man. And I am legend. Oh. I like rewatched my that God. trailer. <laughs> it's not one joke in that movie. <laughs> Fucking awesome movie with the dog. Uh, I love that movie. It's really good. I'm like, dang, what's up? Fucking just Iron Man house. Is- it is a pretty wild movie. I remember because we were talking about it earlier when I was like, I am legend. I was disappointed in the ending a little bit. I think they changed it. They ch- that's what it's I different heard from the like, short story. Yeah, and I think that like when someone explained to me how it ends in the short story, Wait, how does it end? I don't remember. I think they go to like, they leave the city and they find like a refuge. But yeah, they, they do that in the movie. Oh, okay, he I just he just dies so. before everybody can get there. Spoiler oh, alert! <laughs> get with it, guys. guys watch. It's ten years ago. Okay, watch turn it. this off and go watch all these movies and then and come, come back. back. Yeah, yeah exactly. I forgot. He, I don't think he dies in the end in the short story. Oh well, I like that he died. I he don't has to sacrifice himself. It's a Somebody very like. Well, sometimes. he hasn't anything to live for. His fucking dog died. His dog does die. It is a really. It's like, what would you do? You if, know. It's also what? cool to see. Well, if zombies take over, you know. You know what I wouldn't world. do? I would not drive out to the same place every day and talk on the radio. I think I'd just be getting real good at making pizza. And just stuff. chilling, just I eating just all the pizza that you made. The fuck out. You'd have to like, but that's what I mean. Is like he has to. That's just like the human condition of like not giving up hope and like going out there and trying every single day. Yeah, I was talking to somebody about something like that where they were like, "Oh, we need a um, uh, what is it? A, a, an income, a, an income for everybody, a universal income, which means that if they're robots doing everything, everybody makes at least as much money, uh, so that nobody's in super abject poverty." And I was like, "Well." Well, then why? What would everybody do? And they're like, "Well, what would you do?" I was like, "Oh, I just write all the time, and, yeah, and make movies." And they were like, "Oh, that's great. That's Go probably that. what." You, yeah. So, um, some people wouldn't do anything, but that's okay because everybody else would be having such a great time. It would be nice. Yeah. So that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, every each person has a thing that they would. Yeah. That well, is it, part of them. In the movie, doesn't he find that cure and he gives the cure to the lady? Isn't it his blood? It's his. Like he has. He's it's been immune a while since I saw it. that. Yeah. He's immune. I'm pretty sure he's immune to it, and he was. He's a successful scientist of some sort, and he is immune to it. And it's his something about like his blood is the 
is the antidote. I I it's something he finds an antidote and I think he gives it to the lady and then he's like, it's okay, I can die now. Yeah, because his whole thing, oh, right? Because of his kid or wife or something. Yeah. His whole thing is like, I'm staying alive because I'm the because he's the reason this mess happened. Like it's he has some something to do with it. I forgot what it is. Fuck, oh, I need no. to watch this again. I'm all getting chills yeah, gotta, and shit. That's Nathaniel also, always tries to tell us to come over for a movie night. I am legend. So Thanks. what are some other favorite Will Smith movies that you have? Or is there others that you're just like I mean, deep cuts or anything like that? There's, I, I'm not a completionist when it comes to Will Smith. Uh, Independence Day, big favorite. Oh, God. I, I can watch that movie. movie. I've watched that movie probably I, like 20 times. I don't think it's a good movie anymore. Uh, no. But I love I watched the fucking second one. It's a piece of shit. No, I did I, not. I did not. Because I was worried. It's a piece that would of be shit. a piece of shit. My, my two favorite parts in... Um, well, three in, in in Independence Day are Welcome to Earth, which is everybody's. Uh, uh, <laughs> number two is You Don't Really Think Hammers Cost $54, Do You? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, when <laughs> Jeff Goldblum uploads a virus and it's just little skulls appear, because that's when you upload a virus, little skulls appear. And you say need to like, let them know it's bad. Virus, <laughs> virus. Like, <laughs> I love Jeff Goldblum's dad in that movie. Yeah, he's the one who says the, the $54 thing. By the oh, way, those yeah, guys yeah. are like the same age, just FYI. Really? Yeah, he was on Dear John. Oh. He was the main guy on that sitcom. Guys, I got some deep sitcom cuts because oh. I was an indoor kid. <laughs> yeah. You just hung out, watched Empty Nest. Anything, oh, Empty Nest was great. My the favorite joke was. from Empty Nest is when Charlie tried to get a, a vanity license plate and he wanted to say Sea Lover and it came back and he's like, Clover, That's, and he was so sad, and everybody else thought it was hilarious because he's a slut. <laughs> no idea. Slut shaming. Slut shaming in the eighties. Emptiness. Um, and so, if you if you get because Will Smith, William Carroll Smith Jr. lives in Los Angeles, you guys, and we're here, so the likelihood of you running into him is much higher than if you were living anywhere else. If you met him. What would you do? Uh, I have a I have a real hard time with questions like that because I don't. There's only a few people that I feel like it would be worth b- bumming them out <laughs> to, to, for me to get you what think I want. Be bummed out to well, say like I love you. I think some. I think Eminem would. I think he would be upset with me, and Fifty Cent might not appreciate it. Uh, uh, not. I I do really like Fifty Cent's music. Um, Bruce Springsteen. It, mm-hmm. I would, I would just, but I think he would be very gracious about it. Oh, and yeah. I, I also actually think Will Smith yeah. probably would be. But I did one time see him uh, on. I was working on the Sony lot. Did I not tell you guys this story? No, no. Okay, I was working Holding on the, out. I was working on the Sony lot, and we were doing like the dumbest, anyway, photo shoot ever. And I was outside like loading a truck or something, and I looked up and I was like, "Who are those four people? Oh, that's M Night Shyamalan, Will Smith." And two of his kids. <laughs> and I was just like, I just froze because I couldn't fucking deal with it. And um, I just stood there and kind of like looked at the ground until they walked by. And I, I was working. So and they were working, obviously. And, mm-hmm. it, and his kids were there. And there were so many reasons not to say hello that I didn't. Um, I understand that. I'm not a big I'm not a big hello to celebrities kind of person. Uh, it's just not just unless not, you know them weird. or they're you know like <laughs> I don't know many celebrities. I, so. I, I, there's just a few people I would like to give a hug to. Will Smith's up there. Bruce Springsteen. Um, yeah, those guys just really. I, just I feel like them. Will. I think if you had him in the right in the right setting, I if think he had been walking would, alone, yeah. I absolutely mm. would have been like, 
But if he's with his kids, that adds a little bit his of complexity. Kids, right? It's I was different. Just like, no and thing. also, yeah. like, who wants to say hi to M. Night Shyamalan? Ugh. You know? I just feel like he would turn into a, uh, <laughs> like a, like a starfish or something. I don't know what would happen. It would be like a twist. Yeah. It would be a twist that you were like, oh. oh. It was your Betty White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably talking about... They were, <laughs> that's the M. greatest twist of all. <laughs> when Betty White... This whole time! It was an M. Night Betty Shyamalan. White is still alive. <laughs> this is actually it's M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. I she love sees that. dead people. Oh. <laughs> but I really did want to just tell him that how... how because uh, Will, the thing about Will Smith is that you he, he's got such a range. Like he offers levity and uh, uh, humor and things like uplifting things like Bad Boys Two. Okay, if you need to just have a good time, that's a party movie. It's awesome. If you need hope, you can watch that movie where oh fuck, I forget the name. Six Six Degrees. No, the oh, one I was gonna say Six Degrees. That's, that's a different he's in that. kind of movie. But um, the one where he he lost his kid and him are homeless. Happiness. Uh, yes. The pursuit of happiness spelled wrong. Right. So that one, uh, or or if you just want to, if you just want to watch a bad movie, you can watch Wild Wild West. I never, <gasps> I never that's, did. Did you know? I never that did he, see that. Oh, I know he turned down the Matrix to do Wild Wild West. I do, do know that. that. Can and if you Wait, watch, he was supposed to be Neo. Yeah. Yeah. He was offered no. Neo. Well, I thought and he was he offered said, Morpheus. No, he was offered Neo. Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. And he said, "Yep," and then said, "Yep." To the wild, wild Well, and if you watch West. Will Smith's talk about this, I totally understand because he's like, I don't know. You take a thing and you're in a place, and then or you take the other one and you don't go, and then there's a you're the computer and like I don't fucking and or I could be a cowboy. Yeah, like, you could be a cowboy with like giant steampunk. Spider. Yeah, steampunk. I watched that recently. Wild Wild, wild, wild West? West. Yeah, I watched that recently. I you watched know, it Jackie, this year. Uh, we're gonna have to have another intervention for the amount of movies you haven't seen. I don't know if that should really be a priority, Wild Wild West. <laughs> no, like I watched I forgot why we watched it. I think it, fuck. <laughs> Me and Matt watched it, and I think it was after Westworld. I was like, I you, know, Wild Wild West. you know what I'm in the mood, you know I'm in the mood for? More cowboys. More cowboys. <laughs> More cowboys that are actually going to make me laugh. No, I don't know. What was it? Owen Wilson and Will Smith, and then mm-hmm. there was that weird spider robot man. I didn't watch it because uh, I was I sad that he made it. I snuck <laughs> into he looks the movie fine. theater. I snuck into a movie theater to watch that. And I watched like only a quarter of it. Like we went in. You're like, this isn't even worth free. It, I was just yeah. like, I, I think I had already seen it. So I didn't feel as bad because I paid. So like there wasn't as much guilt. Mm. It's like I've already paid to see this movie. And now it's like halfway it's like a through. Song. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel too guilty about it. But uh, it was just as terrible the second time. Yeah. Uh, well, so, okay. So Will Smith, you you just, you have unlimited options. You can go, you can go Pursuit of Happiness if you need to feel mm-hmm. inspired. You can go Bad Boys too if you're just like, yeah, these Haitians mm-hmm. need need to be chased. Um, <laughs> if you get a fight <clears throat> with your parents, parents just don't understand. Yes. Fresh you know? He covers all yeah. the bases. Or if, if you want to talk about summer. He's summertime. Got, he's got s- summertime. Or if you want to talk about Scientology. Yeah, oh, I, I, I looked hope, that I up and we I said, I don't think he's technically, I don't think he's technically a Scientologist is what I read is like, but he agrees with it. I don't, or I like don't know. some you of know the what, ideas. You know what, I regret saying it. Let's just pretend yeah. I didn't say it. <laughs> I think we, we can it. talk about it. I just think, I don't think uh, anybody's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if, yeah. if that's what's wrong with Will Smith, then, uh, then fine. Because he's not like, at least he's not like Tom Cruise about it. 
Oh, that's yeah, true. no. I get that. I totally I mean, Will get Smith that. Smith didn't like sell his wife or whatever Tom Cruise did. He sold his wife. I mean, you know that whole that whole what was that tiny lady's name who was so young and he jumped on the couch and now she's just oh Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Now that she's just tiny lady. She's just gone for like eight years and then now she's in a movie again. And you're like, yeah, she's she on Seventh Heaven. No, no, not Seventh no. Heaven. She was on. Uh, Dawson's Creek. Dawson's, She's Creek. On Dawson's Creek. How the fu- I've never seen an episode of that show. Why do I know? My mother loves that show, you guys. She's like, oh. My sister really liked that show. I didn't really like Dawson's Creek. There was a lot of crying. There was like a lot of, there was like a lot Pacey of like emotions. I, I heard it- a theory that it was supposed to be a gay couple, Pacey and Joey. That's why it's an androgynous name. Joey is like an andro- androgynous oh. name. Yeah. I feel like Joey's like, just a guy's name. She, Katie Holmes yeah. plays Joey, yeah. right? I actually yeah, I'm know sure a, her name's Josephine. I know a woman but... in real life whose name is Joey. Really? Mm-hmm. Like her on her birth certificate? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her sister's name is Sarah. And Sarah is the gayest little lady I've ever met. <laughs> Love and it. J- Get it, Joey is, uh, is not. Super straight. Su- just Super hetero. Straight. <laughs> Super straight. Um, so we're the, com- oh, sorry. No, no, no. We're coming to the end, so I want to make Whatever. sure that you get what you want to say. Uh, we I, only paid for yes. the booth for an hour. What I want to say is I will never come to the end talking about Will Smith, so I'm going to continue this never out ending. in the real world <laughs> for as long as I live. Uh, if, 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 uh, if anybody has made it this far, what you should take away... <laughs> Here's hoping. Do, do you guys have metrics? Can you see if anybody... I'm was... going to start doing them more ac- like actively. We're talking about that after this. Um, We're like I, doubling down. I just... There's a there's a quality about Will Smith. If he had never... I think if I just met this person and he had never done any of the things that he's done, I would still feel as compelled to to want to connect with him as I do because I, he, he just... There's a quality about him that's unnameable mm-hmm. and it's inspiring and it's lovely and I just I love him. He has a charisma for sure. He is a lovable, lovable guy. Yeah. I'm with you on that. You can 100%. tell he comes from good people. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, West he, Philadelphia. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey, PA represent. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that you came and hung out and talked about Will Smith Me and too. a bunch of other things. And, it was super and, fun. Do you want to plug anything? Oh. Besides our sketching, I thought you said, "Did I unplug anything?" And I was no. like, "Shit, did we I lost unplug? the whole thing. We have to do it all." Yes, <laughs> yes. We get to talk another hour about Will, William um, Carroll. No, nothing. I have coming up. I mean, we're, we're going to perform on the eighth. I don't know if people will hear this before then. Yes, they will. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's going to go up on Monday. Oh, dope! Yeah. So you can listen to it. for an hour in the car, <laughs> uh, just yeah. like every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> But so, yeah, so we have our, our Vanities sketch Daniel's team. a writer and performer on the Vanities. Mm-hmm. So, and we have a show here at the Nerdist School on April 8th at 8 p.m. $5 at the door. Mm-hmm. If you want to see Nathaniel play an array of characters. Most of which are based on Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're good. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, so Thanks much, for having Daniel. me. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.